Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. It's another Monday, another start to a new week, and I hope you all had a great weekend. Some interesting things happened over the weekend. Well, we had CPAC to finish off last week, uh, heading into the weekend, and I've got a couple of clips from that. But there are a couple of things that we're going to go into here. Number one, it is far past time that Antifa is labeled a domestic terrorist organization. But that's hard to do when the Democrats will sit there and say, well, Antifa isn't even really real. It's an idea. It's not actual an organization. BS. It is absolutely an organization. It's well-funded. It's it's pretty well. I mean, these people are being used as useful idiots, Right. The, the, the people who put on the black block and their backpacks and go around throwing smoke bombs and fireworks and Molotov cocktails, these, these, those are the useful idiots. They're being controlled and organized and financed by something far more nefarious. And they don't even get it because they're idiots. They're useful idiots. They are entitled, rich kids who've got nothing better to do with their time then come out of their parents' basement every once in a while and pretend like they're, you know, anti-fascist while they're burning things down and destroying property and assaulting people. It's time to take them out. It's time to round them up. It's time to go around the country as terrorists, domestic terrorists that they are, round them up arrest them and throw them in jail without due process with all the same diligence that they did with anybody who was involved in the January 6th protests. Prove me wrong. If you can sit there and argue for an organization that actually does violence, an organization that caused millions of dollars in damage in 2020 and continues to do so, They took down a police training center in Atlanta this weekend. We're going to cover that. We're also going to talk about the fact that it's time to send our military into Mexico. Yes, it's time to send our military into Mexico. We have an obligation. There's an an international obligation to stop people from coming into countries that are trying to cause it harm. Mexico is ignoring that international obligation. It's our duty. It's It's our right now since Mexico will not control their own gangsters that are moving fentanyl and human trafficking into this country we are entitled to go take them out and we should we need to go into Mexico with special forces I've called for this before this is not the first time and take out the cartels if that means if that means you know precise missile strikes if that means sending in special operations forces in the middle of the night and taking some people out, I mean out permanently, because that's the only thing they understand. They don't understand law. They don't, under, they don't respect law. They don't respect the United States. They don't respect the government of Mexico. They own the government of Mexico, these cartels. Go in and bloody it up a little bit. Make them understand they do not control the United States border. They're just little piss-ass cartels 
We have the might of the U.S. military, and we should use it. All right. There's my intro. We're going to start out with the Antifa. Shocking footage. Antifa linked firebomb attacks on site of future police training center in Atlanta. They don't want the police to train. They don't want, because they want to defund the police. Because, well, they're anarchists. Antifa, they are anarchists. They don't want any authority over this country whatsoever. And these punk little kids from their entitled little rich families, mostly, they just, they, this is like a weekend activity to them. At around 5.30 on Sunday, a large group of extremists, many of which wore black masks and black block, descended upon the construction site of the future Atlanta Public Safety Training Center, setting fire to construction equipment and attacking police officers. The group eventually retreated into the woods behind the site. In a statement, Atlanta police said that 35 people had been arrested so far in connection to the attack. The attack marks the latest from the Atlanta Autonomous Zone where so-called forest defenders who have been camping out in the woods where the training facility is set to be built are using violence to prevent the building of what they call Cop City. This is not a... They knew these people were there. These punk domestic terrorists were there in the woods in their so-called autonomous zone like they tried to do in Seattle. Oh, we're our own country. You know what? If you're your own country... Okay, you just invaded the United States of America and we should come down on you with all force necessary to squash you and crush you and eliminate you and put you in prison. How about that? You want to be your own country? You want to have your own borders? If you invade the United States, you're, you're, you're going to pay for it. And the fact that they sat out there, they've been sitting out there in the woods now for months, camping, with a stated goal of stopping this police training center from coming into existence. And last night, several hundred of them took action. They went in there, into the construction site. They locked the gates so the cops couldn't get in and then started burning things down. That's not protesting. That's terrorism. This is a same organization that attacked Atlanta in the in the uh, in the firebombing attacks. Same organization, same place in the woods. They just hang out here. It's their own autonomous zone where it's their own country. I think it's time that we in, invaded their country and destroyed them. What about you? There's an obvious difference between this crowd. Oh, 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 what are you doing? They just recorded. There, there's a reporter in there, Andy Nigo, who's an awesome independent journalist, by the way. Uh, put this video up because that's what Antifa does. They don't want police officers. They don't want a free press. They don't want... They just want anarchy, but they don't even understand what they want because if they had, they'd all be dead. Because they're weak. This not, <laughs> they want survival of the fittest. Here's the irony. is One of the members arrested on domestic terrorism charges in Atlanta last night is a staff attorney. 
This is, you, you came, uh, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the SBLC, huge, you know, ridiculous, liberal, woke, uh, Antifa organization. The FBI has historically used the SPLC as a source for who should be considered domestic terrorists. So this law center that the FBI calls upon to define domestic terrorists, one of their attorneys is actually a domestic terrorist. What is the FBI doing? Not their job, obviously. They'll go around chasing Catholics, people of religion, parents that attend school board meetings and disagree with policies. They'll label them domestic terrorists and they'll go after them. They'll go to their homes and arrest them in front of their children and, and families. While taking the advice of a little twig like this, who is in fact a real domestic terrorist. This is insane. This has gotten so far out of hand. And the Biden administration and Democrats are for it because they want the destruction of this country. It's, it, people, you need to understand this is being allowed by design. They know these are bad organizations. They know that there's bad actors in them. But they need to tear apart the fabric of this country. They need to destroy the democracy. They need to destroy the constitutional republic that we are. Because that's the only way they can have total control and power. You cannot leave power in the hands of the people. Because the people are stupid. And they know better. So you must, you must wrest the power from them. And what is up with these people? Here, here's some of the people arrested. There's 23 pictures here. This is your Antifa. These are your domestic terrorists. And they look crazy. They look like domestic terrorists. Fortunately, they have. But... They have gotten involved. They have arrested some. But, but, but it's like, I got to say, why now? They've known they're in these woods with the stated purpose of not allowing this to happen. Antifa has a history of burning and looting and causing mayhem wherever they go. Wearing their black block uniforms, covering their faces with masks. If that's not a terrorist, what is? And they're going to get bolder and braver, and it's time for them to be squashed. That's all I'm saying. It's time for them to go. Check this. Week of action two here in Atlanta. Two structures are on fire in the middle of the power line cut. A large group of a few hundred people marched up the power line cut from, from the uh, adjoining road, and then these two spontaneous fires started. Up, up north on the power line cut. Yes, spontaneous, right. Uh, APD helicopter has been circling for a good hour now following the march. There's been, uh, on scatter audio, a lot, of, march. a lot of calls for police requesting immediate assistance in this area. Uh, no visible police presence yet from this perspective, but there were calls for officer needs help. All right. This is not a march. 
And these fires do not spontaneously start. This is a freaking attack. And if you honor them and their word, they have their own autonomous zone, which is their own country. It was an invasion into the United States. And they burned down, and then they attacked us. They need to be treated as such. If they want to act, if they, it's time to stop playing pretend. This is not a land to make believe, kids, punks. It's time for you guys to be held accountable. Here's another shot from the site. Burned down construction trailers. The site is just now under construction. Construction vehicles are up in flames. Like a trailer for uh, the construction crew. About to be up in flames. Smoke bombs. So, I mean, the structure is not even built yet for the training facility. And they go in there. They're burning down the construction trailer. These poor contractors, they've completely wiped them out. They've burned down their construction trailer. They firebomb their equipment. They, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting rid of their heavy equipment. Punks. These are the spoiled brats who didn't, who've gotten everything they've wanted their entire lives. It's time for them to go. The Biden administration is worthless. It is run by a bunch of useful idiots who are intent on the destruction of this country. They don't believe in a constitutional republic. They don't believe that this should be a government of the people. They think that they should be in charge, period, and we just do whatever they say. And this is part of the plan. This is not being allowed by a mistake. It's been going on for, for years now. It's caused hundreds of millions of dollars in damage in cities throughout this country. And it's time to shut it down. Next up, four Americans who traveled in... <laughs> More orals. Okay. First of all, let's state the obvious. What the heck were you doing going into an area that's been designated as a no-go zone? Do not go there. Advisory level four. Okay. So, so this family did a, a dumb thing. Having said that, I just want to qualify it with that. I understand it. This family did a dumb thing. Having said that, what is going on in Mexico? If you look, most of Mexico is recommended that people do not go to. Either for sure don't go here or reconsider if you actually want to go there. The whole country. The government is being controlled by the cartels. The U.S. border is being controlled by the cartels. Four Americans who drove across the U.S.-Mexico border from Texas were fired upon, held at gunpoint, and possibly kidnapped. Possibly. They were kidnapped, according to the FBI. Special Agent Oliver Rich, who was in charge of the FBI's San Antonio Division, announced Sunday that the Bureau was seeking public assistance to locate four U.S. citizens who were last seen in the northern Mexico border town of Matamoros. They have been missing since Friday, March 3rd. So what's interesting is this story is just breaking today. 
We're just now finding out about it. They've been missing since March 3rd. I think the video's busted today, and then the, the, the media decided they actually had to report on it. Anyway, that day, four Americans crossed in, 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 into Madam Moros, Mexico, driving a white minivan with North Carolina license plate. Shortly after crossing into Mexico, unidentified gunmen fired upon the passengers in the vehicle. All four Americans were placed in a vehicle and taken from the scene by armed men. This is what the Biden administration has allowed to happen in just two years. See, Trump had Mexico under his thumb a little bit. And the cartels weren't going to push too hard against Trump because they thought he was crazy and he was unpredictable. But when you have sanctuary cities around the United States and an administration in there that supports that and doesn't want to close the border, but their idea of, of, of border security is creating more processing facilities so you can process people faster and move people into the United States as quickly as possible. That's the Biden administration's plan. It's not that they don't have a plan. They have a very specific plan. And the cartels are feeding on that. They just feasted on it. Let me check this out. Some breaking news from Texas, where the FBI says four American citizens have been assaulted and kidnapped just over the border in Mexico. These photos are believed to show the kidnapping, which began with a volley of gunfire. Christina Ruffini is in Washington with the latest. Christina, good morning. Good morning, Vlad. The FBI says armed men took the four Americans shortly after they crossed the border into Mexico. And this video posted online appears to show some of them may be injured. A warning, some of the images in this report are disturbing. A post on Twitter Friday appears to show the moment four Americans were kidnapped in Mexico. One woman walking on her own was forced into a white pickup truck. Men armed with long guns and wearing bulletproof vests are then seen dragging one person after another into the vehicle. This happened Friday in Matamoros, Mexico. It's a border town that's only about a 12-minute drive from Brownsville, Texas. The FBI says the four Americans entered Mexico driving a white minivan with North Carolina license plates. Shortly after crossing the border, gunmen opened fire on the passengers in the vehicle. All four Americans were taken from the scene by the attackers. Their conditions are unknown. Also on Friday, the U.S. Embassy in Mexico posted an alert about media reports of an individual shot. The part they let left out of that sanitized report was this. And this is allegedly a video from, this is the same video, same cars, same, just different angle. So this is not some, something that was recorded by somebody else on a cell phone, looks like. But uh, notice the body in the street that they just, oh, nothing, we're just dragging bodies into the truck. See the body over there on the ground? There is no law and order in Mexico. The government and the law enforcement agencies are, for the most part, bought and paid for by the drug cartels. These aren't the jungles of Colombia. Okay? These are pretty much industrialized, civilized areas. 
that are being controlled by drug cartels who also happen to control the flow of so-called migrants, not migrants. They're, they're from China. They're from India. They're from wherever. They're coming to the United States because we allow them to. I mean, if we have sanctuary cities and we're going to set them up with funds from DHS, which we're going to talk about too, why wouldn't they come here? It's a free-for-all. Hey, man, the U.S. is stupid. We can go there and they'll give us, they'll let us in. They'll give us money. They'll give us jobs. They'll give us benefits. And hey, we might even have more protective rights than actual people who are U.S. citizens. Bama is a godsend for these people, I'm telling you. Here's the areas of Mexico. Check this out. People are not supposed to go here. These are the travel warnings. Almost the entire country. You're not supposed to go there. The tourist organizations a little further south, they're safe. But everything across the U.S. border, reconsider or travel to. And then the red areas are do not travel to. It's messed up, man. And if you, I got a little off track there because I had a technical difficulty. I had, to, I had to restart things a little bit. But this all starts with China. You know, I mean, China, they're the ones who are sending the chemicals to create fentanyl with. They're the ones who are moving that stuff into Mexico who then manufactures it into drugs and then is pushing it across the border with all these so-called migrants. 200, almost 250,000 last month. In one month, a record high ever. And then the, the Biden administration brags, oh, well, we've caught, we've caught so many terror, we've caught more terrorists than Trump ever did coming across the border. Yeah, because you're allowing 10 times as many people to come across the fucking border. It's not rocket science, man. It's elementary math. Oh, but that's right. We don't teach math anymore. We teach equity and acceptance and pronouns. The first migrant caravan is coming up. They're leaving southern Mexico. A thousand people are heading to the U.S. They'll be at the border within a week. This was, uh, this was from last Thursday, this video. So it's already been... Four days. So in a few, a few more days, these people are going to be at the border, and most of them are going to be allowed in. These people are from China, they're from India, they're from Venezuela. They're from all over the world. And they're coming here because the Biden administration has sent a message out to the world that if you come, we will we'll let you in. And we don't care if you're a criminal. We don't care if you're a terrorist. We don't care if you're bringing in fentanyl. We don't care if you're going to come in and rape our women and children. We don't care if you're trafficking children up here to be raped. Come on! The Biden administration has blood on their hands. The Biden administration is causing this. And regardless, Biden can sit up there and chuckle and laugh all he wants about people being killed by fentanyl. But the fact is, and Marjorie Taylor Greene was 100% correct, is the blood is on his hands. Period. But they, he doesn't even know. I mean, right? Does he really know? I mean, he, he only knows what they tell him because his brain is Swiss cheese. Mexico agrees to provide $1.5 billion to help U.S. manage migrants on the th southern border. This is not 
to prevent people from coming. This is to facilitate the number of people and the speed of which they can be processed into America. Understand that. The left is going to try to spin this. Oh, Mexico is actually helping to pay to secure the border. It's not what it is. The Mexican government has agreed to provide roughly $1.5 billion toward a host of new construction projects along the U.S.-Mexican border to strengthen, and here's the, here it is, U.S.'s ability to screen and process migrants. And the White House is happy about this. We're going to be able to bring them in even faster. We're going to bring in more drugs, more human traffickers, more, more children, more, more illegal aliens. We're going to be able to do it faster than we ever could before. They're happy about this. The agreement was discussed Tuesday when Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez met with President Joe Biden at the White House. Former President Donald Trump campaigned on a promise of building a new border wall that would get the Mexico to pay for it. While the Trump administration did build hundreds of miles of new and renovated border wall, the Mexican government did not pay for it. But now Mexican, Mexico has agreed to pay for a number of projects through a joint multi-year effort along the country's borders, including modernizing ports of entry and enhancing screening process of immigrants trying to cross from Mexico to the U.S. The exact details of the new products are still being worked out. Da, 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 da. Of course, Mexico wants to help facilitate the people to get out of their country. The Mexican government is paying the U.S. to bring more illegal aliens into this country, as many as possible, to make it faster, to make it easier. They're facilitating the invasion of this country. We need to get Joe Biden out of office. It needs to happen now. The article continues, the goal of the new project will be to improve the speed and security of border screening, not necessarily to deter, deter migrants from crossing, the official said. Border patrol agents encountered 239,000 migrants crossing the southern border, the highest monthly total on record. Meanwhile, as I said, we have sanctuary cities, we have sanctuary states, we have sanctuary counties. Biden's DHS, Department of Homeland Security, given $350 million to illegal aliens that are released into U.S. communities. We're given hundreds of millions of dollars to Ukraine to fight a prosecutor war against Russia. We're giving hundreds of millions of dollars to allow illegal aliens to survive and live in our country. It's not free. Taxpayers paying for that. We're, I'm paying for it. I'm pissed off because I have to pay for this shit. And you should be too. President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security is funneling hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars to border crossers and illegal aliens directly released into America. And this is not just in border states. This is all over the country, wherever they send them. This week, DHS Secretary Alandro Mayorkas, who I don't think just needs to be impeached, needs to be put in prison, announced that the agency would... He, he's a traitor. These people are traitors. They're facilitating the invasion of the United States. They'd be spending some $350 million on emergency food and shelter programs specifically to fund support services for border crossers. All right. 
migrants, immigrants, no, border crossers. What the, what the hell? No, illegal aliens. Illegal. By definition. They've entered this country illegally. Border crossers. Good grief. Mayorkas said with today's funding of $350 million for the emergency food and shelter program, DHS is delivering on our commitment to provide needed support to communities across the country that receive non-citizens who are in immigration enforcement proceedings. And just to be clear, it's not that we're against immigration. This guy says it well. Representative Brian Look, for Donald. people who were genuinely persecuted across the globe, claiming asylum is something that the American people have always supported. But what Joe Biden has done is he's bastardized that he's bastardized that policy. He's given operational control to the drug cartels. Fentanyl is flowing across our borders. And you said it right. We're engaged in Ukraine. In the last omnibus bill, we sent 400, 400 million dollars to countries in the Middle East to help them secure their border. But the but Joe Biden and Democrats and yes, Senate Republicans agreed to a spending package last year that stopped us from requiring border security for our own country. This is something where House Republicans are going to take a stand. It is outrageous that we don't secure our own borders while we're doing it for other countries around the Yeah, that ominous bill, bill was horrible. And that Republicans agreed to it is, is abhorrent. Senate Republicans suck. Almost every Republican in the Senate is a rhino, all of them. Not just a few, a lot of them. If they, they approved a bill that provided $800 million for border security that specifically said that not a single dollar could be spent to stop people from coming in. No money for border patrol, no money for wall, no money for electronic surveillance. All of the money needs to be used to facilitate the processing of these illegal aliens. That's what all the money is for. Meanwhile, this testimony was so powerful. I'm going to let it play out for a while. 100,000 die every year and nothing's being done. Not enough is being done. Numbers are going up, not down. And you talk about children being taken away from their parents. My children were taken away from me. A hundred thousand Americans every year are having their children, 200,000, because it's both parents, right? Are having their children taken away from them. This should not be politicized. It's not about race. Fentanyl doesn't care about race. You say, you talk about welcoming those crossing our border, seeking protection. You're welcoming drug dealers across our border. You're giving them protection. You're not protecting our children. I'm in support groups on Facebook with there's thousands of parents who have lost their children. Every day, faces are added. It's dehumanizing. It's demoralizing. There's parents who are, um, they paint the chairs purple. 
and they kind of make shrines for their children. And I see those purple chairs because purple is the, um, you know, color for a drug death. And I don't use the term drug overdose because this was not an overdose. This was murder. It's the poison of the United States. It's being done intentionally by China. Mexico is, is, is just the middle, middle player. And the U.S. government with Joe Biden is allowing it to happen. Hundreds of thousands. And most aren't even doing fentanyl. They're doing coke. They're doing other recreational drugs or, you know, you know, bad things. None of them are good, right? But I mean, weed, black market pot in states where it's not legal is being laced now with fentanyl. Speed, meth, all of it. So people are out there doing these drugs that they've used before, heroin. But then it gets tainted with this drug that China is intentionally infusing into this country because of our drug problem. And it's working, right? We are under attack right now. We're under attack from China. We're under attack from the drug cartels in Mexico. And it's being facilitated and allowed by the Democrats that are in the White House right now. And many in Congress, Democrats, and unfortunately some Republicans too. I have, I have, I have more, far more material than I can possibly show on this episode. I will drop this because I agree with this 100%. I'm not a Bill Barr fan. I think that Trump made a huge mistake and I think that the guy is a complete pussy. All right. I think he's a complete rhino. I'm not, I was never a fan of him, but he calls for the U S military to fight for narco terrorist cartels to fight them in Mexico, just like we did ISIS. He said this, almost all illicit drugs coming to the U.S. are controlled by the Mexican cartels. Get this, I'm a, I mean, they are, almost all of them come through Mexico. Principally those based in the states of Sinaloa and Jalisco, these paramilitary organizations use bribery and terror tactics to entrench themselves of the essential, essentially states within the state, controlling large areas of Mexico, the former Trump administration attorney general wrote. Barr noted that the drug supply chain must be attacked directly. The head of the snake is Mexico, and that is where the main thrust of our efforts must be directed. He said, pointing to a joint effort between U.S. and Colombian governments to take out the cartels in Colombia in the 1990s. Remember when we did that? We sent special operators and, and attacked the cartels in Colombia to cut off the cocaine trade. It continues, and this is the important part because this is absolutely allowable and it's absolutely necessary. With the Mexican government unable or unwilling to take on the cartels within its borders, Barr made the case that the U.S. must do it. I agree. I've been I've done shows about this, and for for the last year, I've been telling, I've been saying this. All right, I give, I, I call things as I see them. And, and, and as I think they should be, and I've been saying this for a year. And finally, somebody 
that has some government background is calling for it too. He says, under international law, a government has a duty to ensure that lawless groups don't use its territory to carry out predations against its neighbors. If a government is unwilling or unable to do so, then the country being harmed has the right to take direct action to eliminate the threat with or without the host country's approval. He advocated for a significant U.S. law enforcement and intelligence presence, as well as select military capabilities. Folks, we don't need Mexico's permission to go into their country and destroy the cartels. If they will not do it or cannot do it, we are within our rights under international law to protect our own country by going in to Mexico with with bombers, with cruise missiles, with special operation forces, and take out the supply lines, the manufacturing facilities, and yes, the personal homes and residences of the leaders of these cartels, killing every single one of their leaders, their network. We know where they live. We know where their multi- hundred million dollar places are their haciendas where they kick around protected by the Mexican police we could take them out like that we know where they're at we know where their families are at and they need to understand that we will go there they have nothing they have nothing except for the Biden administration protecting them They can't fight us back. They don't have the military. We do. And screw Mexico and screw the Mexican government and screw the Mexican police. If they won't do it themselves, we need to do it. Here's the none better take of the day. Antifa is a domestic terrorist organization. And they are an organization. They're well-funded and well-organized by people far above the actual people in Black Block, the people that go out there and throw the Molotov cocktails and the smoke bombs and the fireworks, the useful idiots that are out there on the ground, the spoiled brats entitled that go out there and think they're going to, oh, we're anti-fascist. No, you are fascist. They want anarchy. They think they want anarchy until their little pansy asses get beat by someone stronger than them. But see, there's no consequences. So until there's consequences, they're going to continue to do their bullshit little actions. They've been doing this for years now. They've caused hundreds of millions of dollars in damage in cities across the country. I think BLM should also be a domestic terrorist organization. You've got a little group in Atlanta who's been living in the forest in their own autonomous zone. Okay, and they attacked the Atlanta uh, training facility that's being built yesterday. Burned a bunch of the construction trailers and construction equipment to slow down the process. The FBI knows they're there. Law enforcement knows they're there. They've got a little encampment in the woods. Their little forest haven, they call it. And they say it's an autonomous zone. It's their own country, so therefore they can do whatever they want. Well, you know what? You cross your border into the United States, which is an invasion. 
and you need to be taken out. You need to be treated as an invading force. Antifa needs to be hunted down and rounded up. Anybody who's been caught in any Antifa activity, they need to treat Antifa with the same zeal and go after them with the same ambition that they did with the J6 protesters. Analyze every single video of an Antifa riot across this country for the last three years and anybody that you can identify, go get them, pull them out of their homes, throw them in jail and try them as domestic terrorists. Every one of them. Meanwhile, you've got the border also being attacked by by terrorists. The Mexican drug cartels control the border. You have record numbers of people flowing across the border, two, three hundred thousand a month. China is providing the the raw material to manufacture the fentanyl, which is being manufactured in Mexico, and they're sending it across the border. The Biden administration is doing absolutely nothing about it. The only thing they want is to get more of it. The Biden administration wants to bring more drugs in. I mean, that's that's all I can figure. I mean, their their goal, their their solution to the crisis at the border is to build more processing facilities so so they can process people faster and bring more people in faster, which leads to what? More fentanyl coming into the country. So the only thing I can figure is the Biden administration wants more fentanyl to kill more Americans. Otherwise, they wouldn't be allowing it to happen or facilitating it, which they are. The drug cartels in Mexico and any government authority or police station or policemen or whatever that support them or look the other way are enemies of the United States. They are attacking the United States. They're causing harm to the United States under international law. If Mexico won't handle their own dirty laundry, America can legally go in there and take them out. They're causing harm to the United States. Mexico needs to get their own house in order or we should go in and do it for them. I'm not talking about invading Mexico. I'm talking about strategic missile strikes, special operations forces going in and conducting raids, killer capture, every one of them, get rid of their supply line, get rid of their manufacturing facilities, and even go after the haciendas that the kingpins live in, them and their families. It's what they understand. It's the only thing they understand. They're not going to understand diplomacy. They're not going to understand, and they don't have a military. They can't fight us back. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? We could end this in a month. We could stop the flow of illegal aliens coming to this country and the flow of drugs coming to this country like that. All we need is someone in the White House that has the balls to do it, which is why we need to elect Donald Trump in 2024. Anyway, 
Thanks for watching. If you've only been listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com. You can see all the stuff I threw up here today on video. You can catch me on all the socials at The Nun Report, except for TikTok, so I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to thenunreport.com. You can link into everything right there at one stop. Easy peasy. Anyway, hey, again, thanks for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.